but something about a fast food bathroom like skeeves me out. I'm like, okay. how many people pooped in that bathroom today? Not a question I thought to ask myself. Is it, but just how many do you think? At least seven. Uh, like that's, that's, uh, yeah, but you could say the same at any restaurant. Yeah, but it's different. Like a fast food poop compared to like like it's just <laughs> a fast food poop. Please so, promise like, me you'll never say those words again. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And if you want to check out our A-Grade bonus content, just hop on over to patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast, where you can access behind the scenes pictures, videos, and a full report card of every place we've ever visited and graded. So again, if you want to help support the podcast, get that A-grade extra content, become an A-grader yourself by just heading on over to patreon.com slash A-grade podcast. There should be a link in the episode description that you can just click on to wherever you're listening to this episode as well. My name, of course, is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by none other than the exactly perfecto excelente... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. I'm trying to diversify the <laughs> yeah. intro with different titles for you. <laughs> I know. And I feel like every time you are making it more, making me feel more and more honored to be here on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. <laughs> I mean, whenever you talk to me, I think, oh, she's still talking to me. That's fantastic. It's <laughs> amazing. I must be doing an A-grade job. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome back, returning listeners. If you're a first-time listener, uh, sorry, I hope your head is healing from it falling on your keyboard or your phone and you accidentally clicking on this podcast because i assume that's how you people usually find our podcast so, you have such high such high expectations of us yeah so i wish you well in your recovery but since you're already here you might as well sit back relax grab a drink of your choice or a burger or a burger because this week and this is why we say in our introduction that we try to go around grading america's best coffee roasters which we love craft breweries, which we also love, and those places never get enough love and attention, but also more and more. That word more really opens everything up for us. Especially when it's the toward, well, sort of towards the end of the semester where I'm drowning in grading and we were busy with a million things and we don't necessarily have time to travel to one of our favorite cities like, I don't know, Philadelphia or Providence, Providence, Rhode Island or New, New York, York City, City, which is the closest one to where we live and review a coffee roaster or craft brewery. So we take advantage of that and more. Yes. And this week we did so by visiting Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> which is like i don't know what sound effect to put in for that sad trombone comes to mind just because it's technically fast food but i think this is actually going to be a really good episode i have as i said when we were there a lot of hot takes that i think are worth sharing about shake shack and i think that you were pleasantly surprised and just a reminder for any new listeners we do not talk about how we feel about the place before the podcast, so we eat in sort of silence. <laughs> and I was looking at your face and thinking that you would be pleasantly surprised with your meal and your experience at Shake Shack, but I'm curious to see now that we got the mic on, the button, record button pressed. I'm so curious what you think. Yeah, well, I should preface as well by pointing out that one of the reasons why we decided to do Shake Shack this week is because, I mean, I guess by the time this episode airs next week, we will be um, less than a couple months, maybe 
oh god it's coming a month soon yeah a month or so before we go to the west coast at the end of the year after our a grady awards which are a grady award ceremonies if it sounds like an end of the year award ceremony such as the dundies that's what it's supposed to sound like and we give our favorite awards from throughout the past year to different places that we visited after that we are going to the west coast as i mentioned to san francisco now one of the episodes we wanted to do before the end of the year when we do make that trip was to go to Shake Shack back here in New York because I don't know about you guys and I don't know if you've heard of this, but I feel as if just based upon my sort of synthesis of the internet and the zeitgeist, whatever exactly that word means, which I think probably most people don't know what that word means, but it's the word that comes to mind. So I'm going to use it because it makes me sound smart. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I get the feeling that there is a huge rivalry between Shake Shack fans and In-N-Out Burger fans. And I've seen as much via articles and nonsense YouTube videos online. So there's definitely something there, I think, in principle, in theory. And we said, well, we're definitely going to try In-N-Out Burger when we're in San Francisco because everybody I know who's ever been to San Francisco or from the West Coast, they are... they make it sound like it's something that they would be willing to die for in an out burger that it's so good it's so great it's so next level it's so superior to all other fast food and there's the sort of other side of that where people say nah shake shack is where it's at so we wanted to do shake shack to get that side of it before going out west to california to compare in and out which we will do as one of our episodes when we return from the basically after the A Grady Awards early in January, we'll do a comparative in and out episode and decide ourselves, which yeah, is best. Which is really exciting because one of the unexpected things that came out of doing this podcast for us is that I feel like we have been on a little bit of a quest for the best fast food experience. Yeah, that's sort of come was up. not what we had ever planned when we started the podcast because we were really trying to focus on craft beer and craft coffee, really. Yeah, and small and, businesses too and, in and general. And small businesses, but we've had so much fun and engagement when we reviewed McDonald's in New York and then McDonald's in Rome in Italy. Yeah. And we definitely have plans to do some other fast food episodes, but... As far as I know, just things that people say and feel, Shake Shack always comes up as one of the best fast food experiences, as well as In-N-Out Burger. So I'm super excited to try them both very close. I think one of them might be the holy grail of fast food. That's an interesting way to put it. Yes. And you might be right. I don't know. But We're, it's, a, it's our own side quest. It is our own side quest. To, to find the holy grail of fast food. I mean, let's put it that way. Let's, I like it. Let's, let's promote it that way. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting as well, as you said, because we did sort of, I think we did a review on YouTube of McDonald's because I hadn't, we don't yes. eat fast food. We're not fast food people. No. Obviously, we Which sa- is why we're doing a podcast on the complete opposite of corporate well, nor- fast food. <laughs> well, normally, but look, this is the reality of life. Sometimes we do eat fast food, you know? Um, I do love myself some Five Guys. That's my favorite. And we have the big Dunkin' versus Starbucks debate, which is and we've again, gone another... To both, yes. And we have covered... We did do an episode. So for the record, we've done an episode of Dunkin' if you go back and listen. We've done an episode of Starbucks if you go back and listen. We did not do an episode of McDonald's. I think we talked about it as a YouTube video just for fun. So you can just search for us on YouTube to see that. 
But we did talk about the McDonald's in Rome when we did our Italy summer tour experience over the past summer with those episodes. So yeah, we have been to similar-ish corporate-y places, but this is now we're diving into sort of the fast food scene a little bit more in depth. And we've had such hot takes on the Starbucks versus Dunkin' debate. Shout out to some of my coworkers that also listen to this podcast. We've had... Well, they might have strong opinions about this. Yeah, we've had intense debates based on our reviews of Starbucks versus Dunkin'. And we might even do a blind taste test sometime soon. But I'm curious what people think of what is your own holy grail of fast food? What's the best? What's the worst? What's the healthiest ingredients maybe or the cleanest ingredients? What tastes the best? Like, what are your criteria? Do you care about that at all when you're getting fast food? All of these questions come up. And I'm super excited that this is a little bit of a derailment for us because it's really fun. Well, in any event, let's get into it because I do feel as if I have a lot to say about this. So, of course, our four grading rubric categories are... Atmosphere and ambiance, service, food, and drink. Yeah. And then we'll tally up our grades and I don't know, maybe we will argue. I have no idea how you're going to grade this, (laughs) those factors in relation to Shake Shack because... I'm not even sure how I'm going to grade it because normally we have these super high standards because we're going to awesome coffee roasters, awesome craft breweries, or awesome maybe restaurants or other places. So fast food, I don't know. Am I grading it? This was my first uh, consideration. Am I grading it as if it's an introductory writing class or am I grading it like I do the coffee roasters and craft breweries, which would be more along the lines of an upper division, 300, 400 level junior senior level class that was sort of the big question that i had in mind and i still haven't decided so i guess let's just get into it let's go with our discussion and yeah go with our gut which is still sitting with some shake shack i believe (laughs) and uh, start with atmosphere and ambiance so you're the the atmosphere and ambiance guru so i'm going to defer to you to begin with that sure so shake shack has been interesting for me because i have been there before but it's been maybe five to 10 years since and I I've have. Ne- and I've never been there. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. And the Shake Shack that I have been to is the one at City Field at a baseball stadium. And that's ba- so random. Based on based on your experience today, I'm sure you can imagine that this is a really cool thing to have at a baseball game. Because yeah, it's I could see that. Burgers, fries and hot dogs and milkshakes. Like that's what it fits you get. In well. It yeah. fits well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And Shake Shack, all the Shake Shacks look the same, kind of like all of the Starbucks will look very, very similar. I thought that starting out that the aesthetic of not so much how the logo looked itself, but sort of the sleekness of the logo. And there was something simple yet detailed about the the design of the logo and even the aesthetic with the wood interior in this Shake Shack and just the greens of color of the logo. It reminded me of Mm -hmm. Starbucks. It Mm -hmm. felt as if it was the Starbucks of fast food almost. Yes. Not maybe not quite to that same level of pretending as if they're fancy, but it was sort of a a parallel ish experience in my sense from that perspective. It's so funny you said that because I didn't think it at the time, but now that you're yeah. saying that, I'm like, oh, yeah, they took the things that Starbucks does well with branding and incorporated it definitely, I think, into the Shake Shack model because mm-hmm. there are touches that you'll see in all of them, like the menu looking the same, the big billboard type menu, the fact that it says shakes, burgers, fries, hot dogs uh, all around the top of the building. 
there's a massive amount of seating, both indoor and outdoor. So you can find somewhere to sit very comfortably. It's very clear where you order, where you order, where you pick up your food and where you eat. There's spots for takeout. There's spots for curbside pickup. It's a well-oiled machine in that corporate way that you get from Starbucks. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. And you made a really good point about... Yeah, I am smart. Shake Shack that I'm going to steal right now. (laughs) Feel free. Hey, if if it's because I sound smart, I'll take it. Yeah, and it's that you can actually see the cooking of the burgers. I love that. Being done right from where you order and pick up. Another reason why I love Five Guys among many is exactly that sort of point is that you can see what they're up to. And I like that in general at a lot of places because unless it's a really fancy place where you can sort of trust what they're doing and even regardless, I kind of like that. I kind of like that lack of the barrier where you can observe the behind the scenes machinations. And I think I mentioned this to you that I've seen YouTube videos of at McDonald's behind the scenes or Taco Bell or Burger King. Spoiler alert, it's horrifying. It's exactly what you don't want to see, and that's why they hide it. So again, that's a correlation. That's not to say that if they're not showing you how they're cooking and preparing the food that it's trash. That's by no means an absolute, but that is conveniently relevant when it is. And here, you could actually see them making the patties and putting out the meat and stuff. And there were aspects of it that you see that are sort of recognizable as fast food aspects. Like I saw one of the staff in the back, she had one of those clicker things that you'll see in YouTube videos where it's really interesting, the corporate science, I guess, of fast food places, because they have things so down to a manufactured science of efficiency and and sort of effectiveness and streamlining aspects. And they have these basically click sort of gun things that give squirts of ketchup or mustard or mayonnaise probably in this case the shack sauce or whatever so they don't have to squeeze and try to calculate and make errors and then have to I'm adjust picturing it's the just crusty, click 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 i'm picturing crust uh crusty crab on spongebob yeah where they're just like yeah. robots working behind yeah. the scenes to make yeah. the robot food yeah so it was interesting because it almost looked as if a nexus of fast food production elements but also no there's just a guy on a grill making actual patties and cooking them. And that was a really good sign to me because again, I've seen those YouTube videos where the McDonald's burgers are basically in a plastic bin, just staying warm and sweaty until you order them. And that's how your burger gets to your car in 30 seconds because it's just been sitting in a plastic box for however long since they cooked it. So I absolutely loved that aspect of it too. Yeah. I also think that they are trying to elevate themselves just a little bit above fast food that in between between fast food and a full-scale restaurant so i see that middle ground that a lot of businesses do not do and i think shake shack does it pretty successfully i do have a couple things that i don't like oh boy number one eating at any kind of fast food place in the fast yeah what's what, what's that about it's, why do you have beef with that I, ew beef <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's your problem maybe that's what i have beef with something about it grosses me out really bad just eating inside any fast food fast restaurant food. that's a you problem do you though. know what i think it is I'll, I'll tell you what it is and it, it was evident today the tables people are coming in and out so quickly that mm. it's not possible to clean the tables clean that's the bathrooms true. i understand that clean look, like empty out the garbages, fix the stations. And this Shake Shack was relatively clean. Yeah, you make it sound like, like it was a zoo. It, 
It wasn't. It wasn't it was, a it was zoo really clean. at all, but like the first table we were going to sit at, there were crumbs all over it. And I was like, can we just sit somewhere else? Because it makes <laughs> me realize that there, I don't want to know that there's a hundred people sitting at this table before I sit there. And mm. it just felt like the in and out of it, of a fast food place. Like I don't like eating in a fast food place. I'd rather eat the fast food in the car. Well, you said we, that was our original plan yeah. to eat in the car like animals. And I am a fan of that myself, but we said, no, we got to get the full experience here yeah. and see what they have and to offer. And it made me not even want to eat the food. I, I Okay, so take that with a grain of salt, uh, people who hit their head and <laughs> accidentally started listening, because I think for comparatively to other fast food places, this was some really good atmosphere and ambience. They had nice music playing. Yeah. They had the wood interior. Yes, you are correct, I think, from the perspective that it is sort of it does warrant some degree of eh, admitting that yeah some of the tables were a little crusty maybe but they were nice <laughs> tables they weren't those sort of tacky comfortable well you know a lot yeah. of places you go to they have those tacky tables that are basically plastic, plastic painted or whatever yeah. and it wasn't like that at all they were actually wood tables so i really liked the vibe i really liked the aesthetic i liked the music i thought for a fast food place and they had nice outdoor seating too they had the nice music. Even I noticed the music. I never noticed the music. So they had all of those details, all of those touches. Um, I thought as per a fast food atmosphere and ambiance, it was definitely above average. So I think we need to decide right now, are we going to be grading this based on fast food rubric or a restaurant oh, rubric? I, I think fast food rubric. Because okay. okay, because my grades will probably be impacted by well, that decision think, i just want us to do the same th thing think of it this way i'm i'm approaching it from the perspective of how i feel grade wise based upon my experience in that place knowing it's a fast food restaurant okay and that's so, sort of what we did when we graded mcdonald's yeah right okay yeah, which i think is fair and reasonable yeah okay as fair and reasonable as we're likely to ever be yeah i i, <laughs> I mean what credentials do we have to be fair and reasonable anyway <laughs> yeah um, speaking of fair and reasonable, well, I'll talk about this at the end because I think, was it last week's episode where we did Ordo Restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about that because that was a funny experience when the owner messaged us, emailed us. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll talk about that at the end. Stay tuned. Um, anyways, I guess we also have to mention though, as part of atmosphere and ambiance. Yes, we do. Cue the toilets. This week's rendition of Bathroom Corner. Bathroom Corner. So. Go ahead, expert. Uh, the bathrooms were very. Mr. Bathroom. They were very just bathrooms. They were nothing. They were nothing good or bad in my opinion. I mean, it was kind of a little lackluster. What is that? What is that sound you're making? You don't even let me finish. You just start gagging in the middle of my spiel. <laughs> I'm thinking the hell, about man? the bathroom and how I couldn't okay, wait to get you, out of you, the bathroom. Okay, you take it away. You clearly have more commentary about the I, bathrooms than me. I felt like I wanted to tiptoe in the bathroom, but I think I did. You actually with my did fingers do that. up in the air, so it didn't touch anything. Why and they weren't? It wasn't even dirty. The bathroom, but it was the fact that I could imagine how many people have used that bathroom that day. You got to get out of your own head, man. And I'm, I'm not even out. a germaphobe. How do you go on public like, transit? I dropped a pretzel on the floor today outside and ate it. Like, I am not a germaphobe. You clearly have issues. <laughs> but something <laughs> about a fast food bathroom, like, skeeves me out. I'm like, okay. how many people pooped in that bathroom today? Not a question I thought to ask myself. It, but just how many do you think? At least seven. <laughs> like, that's... that's <laughs> Yeah, but you could say the same at any restaurant. Yeah, but it's different, like a fast food <laughs> poop compared to like like it's just. 
a fast food poop. Please promise me you'll never say those words again. At least in conjunction with each other. What about if we're reviewing another fast food place? Well, then it's obviously not going to be necessary. Um, Why do I feel like this is going to be the intro? (laughs) uh, That seems very likely. It just, I I don't know. It's something about it like skewed me out, but it was clean. Yeah. I So I would say that for a fast food bathroom, it was probably about as satisfactory as you can get. It was clean enough. It was kind of dimly lit. There was no... There was nothing noticeable. It kind of looked exactly what you would picture. Having walked into Shake Shack and, as we said, seeing the interior, the design, the colors with the greens and the wood and that sort of stuff, this looked exactly as, again, you would expect a Shake Shack bathroom to look like. I, in approaching the bathroom and sort of trying to clear my mind so I can synthesize my bathroom experience clearly, forget about the fact that seven people had just drop dumpy loads in there and two teenagers were making out in the bathroom two teenagers were not making yes out in the they bathroom. were they were yes not. they were okay because they were staring at me the whole time and they were like well they were making out in the bathroom no. they were staring at me. i walked in after them and then when i came out they were giggling and embarrassed and thought it was so funny that me this old lady went in the bathroom <laughs> after them <laughs> and they had been making out and they got caught <laughs> are you done yet okay <laughs> <laughs> in any event so they clearly think it's an A-grade bathroom, if that's the case. So we've had seven poops and like how many makeouts, you think, in the bathroom? What is this, a Disney movie in the uh, uh, Shake Shack and the seven poops? All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah, so I thought that it was a very average bathroom, but it was, to me, it was a satisfactory bathroom. It was pretty clean for a fast food bathroom. You're crazy. You need to... Go to some other fast food bathrooms if you think that was dirty. It, it I was. Think, it I was think clean. You, you have a bias. It was skew. clean. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, yeah. again, it was nothing outrageous. I, I understand. There should be paper towels because you have to touch the towels. lock. Not in the one I went in. The one I did had an automatic paper towel dispenser. There weren't so. any. It was. They were Anyways. empty in the one I went in. It was whatever. It was what it was, as annoying people say. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think for atmosphere and ambiance grade? And I did like their outdoor courtyard. That was nice. That was nice. It was a nice little outdoor area. Not something you always get at fast food. And what I should mention as well, I think we sort of have to keep in mind the aesthetic standard of other fast food places. Insert McDonald's and how they have those play pins, uh, play pens for kids inside and just pictures of creepy pedophile clowns all over the place. <laughs> and, you know, those tacky tables, like we said. So that to me is a standard of atmosphere and ambiance for a fast food place where if this is your guttural experience to Shake Shack, I cannot wait to do this in regards to a place like McDonald's because we did not eat inside in in McDonald's. Well, no, but if we do an actual episode where we eat inside, I really want to do that now because this would be be like, get me out of here. So what do you think for atmosphere and ambiance for Shake Shack? What would you say? So I would not let my bias get into it too much, but if we're rating the atmosphere and ambiance compared to other fast food restaurants, yeah, I think I'm, that's fair. I'm going to say a B minus. God dang it! I don't really? know why I turned southern. God dang it! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go B. I'm gonna go B actually. Yeah, I think you should go higher than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going B on the premise that so this my overall letter grade might be very different, but. Again, I'm thinking in terms of atmosphere and ambiance, how I felt in terms of the comfort, the experience, all of those factors. I felt like it was good. I had a good experience. So to me, B is good. C would be just satisfactory, average. 
I enjoyed myself there. I had a really nice time. I would go back and sit there and have another meal. I cannot say that about a lot of fast food places. I would absolutely go back to Shake Shack Mm -hmm. for more reasons that we'll talk about too and eat there again, 100%. So to me, that sort of moves it to that B level as opposed to satisfactory, which C level, which would be more, eh, you know, if I'm around and I really need something to eat, it would be passable. But yeah, that's, that's my thoughts from that perspective. But that leads us, of course, to service category, which talk about something that I That'll don't know. That'll be a sh- short category. Yeah, talk us, about something I, I don't know how to grade. Yeah. Um, it's a fast food place. There's not much of a service experience. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the setup where they have the little rope and it says order here and you walk around and you order. I don't know. I sort of, I have ordering anxiety. Like I tend to panic when I'm in an mm-hmm a line and I have to order, especially if it's a place I'm not familiar with, I haven't eaten at before. And I sort of in in some ways felt that way with Shake Shack because I was looking at their menu. And a lot of fast food places, they sort of present themselves or they pitch themselves as very simple. I know I think that's in and out burgers thing that they they have a very simple menu. And other places sort of say that too. I, I don't know if they say it, but it's kind of the perception, maybe like a Shake Shack or a Five Guys burger and fries. Oh, we just have burgers, hot dogs, shakes, fries. That's it. But I sort of felt like Shake Shack, I was sort of presented with all these options all of a sudden. And I had to kind of decide what to get. And so I don't know all of the options that were actually there. Because I think, for example, you could actually choose different cheeses for your cheeseburger. But I'm not entirely sure if that's true. So there were kind of things that I wasn't sure about. It wasn't really a situation where I felt comfortable kind of asking and chewing the fat with the uh, cashier who was bringing us up. So I just sort of went with what sort of made sense to me. We'll talk about in a moment with the food the category. The shake burger? Yeah, the shake burger. But we'll talk about that with food. Yeah. Why, why are you spoiling it now? The, the, the shake burger. That's not spoiling anything. We went to Shake Shack. It's a shake <laughs> burger. <laughs> All right. Anyways. It wasn't like we got like a quarter pounder. <laughs> so yeah, that was basically it. I mean, we ordered our stuff. He was nice. And they... They presented it eventually. <laughs> what, like, what, what the hell do you want me it. to say about the like, service? That was there? it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the employees there seemed fine. They seemed, most of them, nice enough. Um, some of them, you know, they seemed more into the experience than others, I guess. I mean, this is sort of the reality of a fast food place. And this gets interesting when I think about the service grade. I am grading this based upon still my service experience. And I would say that C is satisfactory, which to me in a fast food setting would mean that. They took our order. It came quickly. It came promptly. There were no issues. If there were issues, they took care of them. But, you know, I do wonder as well if that sort of just kind of feeling of, I guess I quickly go with whatever is part of it. But what did you think? Do you have any thoughts on that? Like how that consoles with our letter grade for service? Yeah, I think I can. Can I just say my letter grade? Because I think it will yeah, help me do, explain Yeah, do whatever it. you want. It's yeah. Your podcast too. Oh, you, yeah. You, know. you could give it zero to 10 <laughs> if like, you want. Professor, can I say mine? <laughs> yeah. Give, give uh, hieroglyphic grades. I I'm, don't care. I'm going to give it a D because I have... Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Wait, I didn't, I didn't I, say to go nuclear. I, I don't... I, I mean, I have high expectations for service. I mm. Take, take Starbucks, Starbucks for an example, which is a fast food version of coffee, right? You go in there and even though it's an in and out easy experience, there's an expectation of friendliness where you have a conversation or where Mm, you you feel. So for that reason, I felt like D was was my grade. I 
it is an in and out. You order, you stand in the, in the corner, they call your name, they give it to you. They're nice enough. But I expect more from across the board when it comes to service if I'm going to give higher than a C for satisfactory. Okay, so, so I went D. You just gave me an idea because I think I mentioned this on the car ride afterwards or at some point I said that one of the things I love about Five Guys, which is, again, my fast food standard, mm-hmm. is that every time I go... The people there are so nice. They're so friendly. And I do have those conversations with them where I sort of talk about, oh, I'm not sure if I'm in the mood for this or that. And they laugh and they say this. This is great for a fast food experience. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I sort of really uh, agree with that in this sense. So I'm going to go C- minus for service because, again, it was fine, but there was none of that extra interaction or anything like that. So I think that that makes sense. It's good to talk these things out because I, I was lost there and you helped ground me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Now uh, shut up and talk about food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk about your shake burger. Um. So I think the food was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. I can, um, I can say it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, food it was, was great. Really good. Food was actually surprisingly good. It, it was really good. I can't imagine an In-N-Out burger being better than a Shake Shack burger. Ooh, I, I can't. And see, I, this is good. This is I, really I good that we're going I, in with this high expectation. The Shake Shack burgers are really thin, but they do yeah. offer you options to get doubles. And and I never, ever yeah. in a million years would go to a fast food place and order a double. I might at Shake Shack yeah. next time we go. They Be- almost reminded me of Smash Burgers. Yeah, yeah, a little N- bit. And now Smash yeah. Burgers are really popular where people really flatten them. Mm-hmm. But this reminded me of that. One thing that I really, really appreciated about the Shake Shack Burger was that it's not greasy at all. No. I don't know how they managed to do that, but it is... It, it must just be... The meat be, was really good. It's, it must just be yeah, it was really a, good. a high percentage of meat versus fat. It, I mean, you're, you're not getting greasiness. Then they're, they're probably not using a crazy amount of oil to Do cook the burgers. you know what was good about that, the food that we got too was that when it first came, when we got the, mm-hmm. the burger, the fries, and the shake, mm-hmm. I felt as if I was eating it and then I got to the end and I thought, I'm full. Yeah. And, and, that, and not uncomfortable though. Yeah, and a lot of times you get food and you sort of say, well, I'm either full or not full for good reasons or bad reasons, right? Fast food yeah. sometimes makes you full for bad reasons mm-hmm. where you feel kind of bloated and gross, but I felt good full. Mm-hmm. It was just the right amount of food. And when I first saw the burger and I first saw the fries, I thought that doesn't look like a lot, but this is something that I often have beef with, how I hate this idea in America that more is better. Mm-hmm. I hate going to Cheesecake Factory and getting a, a, oh, a, a pizza make me chicken cutlet, pizza-sized <laughs> chicken cutlet, and just not being able to eat a third of it because it's gross, chewy chicken. I'd rather have a third of it that's just good actual mm-hmm. chicken for the same price. Just give me better stuff mm-hmm. and less of it. I'd rather have that. And that's sort of kind of how I felt at Shake Shack. Yeah, I agree. And I thought, again, I think the burger was probably better than any fast food burger that I've had, including, it's, I know you're a fan of Five Guys, but the Five Guys burger to me is so greasy and heavy that even if it's made in better oil and better this... You're greasy and heavy. I quit. <laughs> Man, that was a look. Take it back. <laughs> I'll um, just bleep it out. Yeah, bleep it out. Put a big beep through that. Um, I, I think that this is the best fast food burger that I've had. Yeah. And I don't think it's even comparable to compare this to a McDonald's burger. I oh mean, this is God. better than... Can you I, imagine? I thought the Shake Shack burger was better than some burgers that I've had at restaurants. Oh, yeah. By, it, by it's, far. It's actually really their, good. Yeah. Their yeah. shake sauce is really good. It's a really homemade type sauce. And by homemade, I mean their 
you're only going to get it at Shake Shack. And it was yeah. really good. Yeah. And I like too how the burger had... So the this is something that bothers me sometimes when the burger is too big for the bun. Yeah. And this burger kind of hung out a little bit for yeah. the bun, but it was because the other side of the bun was still connected. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love a bun that almost works as a little pocket. Yeah. Almost like a pita. And oh. so you could keep eating the burger and it, uh, stuff isn't spilling out. You're making out. me want another one of Yeah, these. it's not they spilling really out good. all over the place. I love that. Yeah. I thought that was so well produced. Yeah. And that's just something that I really enjoy about the convenience of it too. It was very manageable, mm-hmm. which uh, yeah, again, I think that's just a really nice sort of... Um, way to present a burger mm-hmm. <laughs> in a clean uh, edible way definitely and then as far as the fries i thought the fries were really good i should say that they are crinkle cut fries not everybody is a fan of crinkle cut fries yeah. i am the one oh, interesting i didn't know that i love crinkle cut fries i like thick fries i really like the fries the only beef that i had with the fries get it beef was that you shouldn't have beef well you did have beef they weren't fries. hot enough oh that's interesting i wish that the fries were i like kind of like when you go to mcdonald's and the fries are normally piping hot yeah. i i like a piping hot french fry so and i wish i think they would have been better if they were a little bit hotter but other than that i liked them i have a hot take on that because i thought i so i'm not a huge fan of crinkle cut fries but i think mostly because a lot of crinkle cut fries are doo-doo frozen fries that are just manufactured with all sorts of artificial bullshit and it's just basically just a potato paste that they mold into Mm -hmm. a crinkle cut and then fry in shit oil and that's why crinkle cut fries are usually trash i think the style of a crinkle cut fry is actually a really interesting style of french fry but most of the time the the material that they're using is garbage it's doo-doo like i said but in this case, I thought their version of crinkle cut fries were actually pretty good. Oh, good. They Yay. weren't. Okay. I, I But here's my hot take, because I don't think that they are nearly as good. I think for fast food fries, they're good. But I think if you compare them to Five Guys fries, I think Five Guys fries are the best fast food fries, bar none. And it makes sense. They have the potatoes right there. They're making the fries super fresh. But they're too greasy. They're not too greasy. Five Guys is just grease. It's not you grease. Walk it's peanut out oil. sweating because it's... it's- the it's, place is it's just real oil grease though. in the air. You're, it's you're real wet oil. when you leave Five Guys because it's right, so greasy. Y- you need to, to recalibrate yourself because <laughs> you have issues. You're walking out of fast food places obsessing about the bathrooms and the grease and just enjoy yourself. Relax. It's a little bit too. It's fine. Five Guys a little too greasy. Anyways, I, the I think burgers, Shake Shack over Five Guys. I actually think I like the Shake Shack burger better than the Five Guys burger. And, wow. I, and I do like the Five Guys yeah, burger. Wow. But I think fries, don't listen to Jackie. She doesn't know what she's talking about when it comes to French fries. Um, I think Five Guys 100% over Shake Shack fries. It's not even close. It's not even close. But the burger, I give the edge to Shake Shack too. I, I, I admit that. I can see that. See, I'm, I'm reasonable. I'm perceptive. I'm open to compromise. You're just, Are you saying I'm not? Yeah, uh, clearly. I just don't prefer a greasy French fry. It's not a greasy French fry. You got to get them crispy. You ask for them well done. If I have to go somewhere and ask for something well done. You also don't have to do that. You could just eat them. I don't have them. to do that at Shake Shack. Their fries are just done. Yeah, but here's the thing too. The Shake Shack fries, Five Guys fries come out perfect. You don't have to add salt. You don't have to add pepper. Shake Shack fries are just, they're kind of 
I think, dull, boring, crinkle cut fries. I think That's maybe, why you love them. They're dull and boring. Yeah. Because you love bland might, food. Yes. It oh, might be okay, a preference. Okay. So, all right, Jackie, I forgot. It might be a preference. Because yeah. you always say that when we go to fancy coffee roasters. Yeah, that, give me oh, a bland I love, muffin. I love their bland their bland pastries. And it, I say, Jackie, that's not a compliment. I don't them. want like an explosion of flavor. Like I just want it okay, done all right, well. So, all right. Just like, just do your thing that you do and do it well. Okay. So don't listen to her when it comes to They should be hotter. Don't listen to her when it comes to the Or if you agree with me, listen to me. Don't go to Shake Shack over five guys. Uh, now you're getting carried away here, but um, I, d- I do admit the burger is excellent. Okay, it's good. a really good burger. I'm and glad. then, of course, we had the milkshake. Which we were debating while we were eating if a milkshake should be considered food or does, or a drink. Or, yeah. So I actually don't know. I mean, technically, I Let's think it's it drink. drink. So, all right. We'll save that for a drink. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What do you think for food grade? Because that was our food then, right? Yeah. If yeah. I'm grading this on a fast food scale, yeah, I have to say A minus. If I'm grading it on a fast food scale, because I feel in my heart that I would probably not like any fast food burger and fries as much as I liked these, including the fact that I didn't feel sick after eating it and it actually filled me up when we had mcdonald's i felt so disgusting and bloated and i but i was hungry in like McDonald's an hour was bad mcdonald's was this bad, was yeah. really 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 good it, it filled me up for a long time i didn't feel bloated i didn't feel gross after eating it so i think on a fast food scale i'm going to give it an a minus the only reason it's not an a is because i thought the fries should have been hotter interesting i would say that um if i'm thinking about all of that combined, I'm going to go B plus for the food. I thought, again, overall, it's fantastic. Again, I, th- I think the fries, she's crazy. I think I think the fries to me, they were like C plus fries. Like they weren't, fan- they were fine. They were good, solid fries. But yeah, I think the burger really takes it to another level. But I think that averages out to about that. So that leaves okay. us with drink. Our last category, drink. Is that my turn? Yes. Drink. So I was very excited after, and this was something, as I mentioned with service, that after I ordered, it wasn't until then that I noticed that they actually serve wine and beer. And I saw wine on the menu and then I saw beer taps and I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. A fast food place that serves wine and beer. I've always wanted that because you hear about this in other places like McDonald's in Italy that they allow beer and that blows Americans' minds. And so the fact that there is fast food here where you can get that I thought was super exciting. So I immediately looped back around and got online and I ordered a beer. And I think most of their beers, I think there was a stone brewing beer, but I might be wrong with that. And I know that definitely the other beers were Brooklyn Brewery, which was really cool to see because Brooklyn Brewery is a brewery that I don't know how we haven't visited yet, but we will eventually Brooklyn Brewery for sure. It's an iconic brewery in New York and it's been around forever. So it was cool to see that they have some sort of a collaboration or association with Shake Shack. And they actually had a beer called the Shakemeister, I think, Shakemeister Ale. And I wound up ordering that. And I wasn't quite sure what kind of ale it was. It sort of tasted like a light IPA to me. So from a beer perspective, and again, we definitely know a beer or two in our experience <laughs> grading craft breweries. I thought it was a pretty good beer. It was a really nice, light hoppy beer for a burger beer at a restaurant like a fast food restaurant i could see ordering a beer and they give you a crazy ipa and it's just too heavy i think you want something lighter like a pilsner or a lager or again a a light pale ale or something like that with something 
along the lines of burgers and fries. So I thought it was pretty good and it was appropriate for the situation. So it wasn't anything outrageously good, but it was, I was glad I ordered it. I thought, yeah, this is a nice sort of touch with my uh, burger and fries. So um, very satisfied with, with the beer for that reason. And it's cool that they give it to you right away so that mm-hmm. you can drink it while you're waiting for your food. Yeah, it's that was cool. Kind that of was a nice. cool touch. Yeah. That you're not going to get any other fast food place. And again, they had wine too. I think they had iced teas or something or lemonades they offered. So they definitely had some interesting, diverse drink options. And of course, they had the shake, which we were discussing. Do we go with vanilla or do we go with chocolate? I'm sure people who are listening have very, very strong opinions on shake flavor. I'm going to do a poll definitely on well, Instagram I myself for this and, one. and you happen to be the same way. So I feel like if we both agree, we might be onto something. And that is that vanilla shakes. Superior. That's the way to go. I mean, a v- good vanilla shake is so good. Oh so and rich that vanilla oh. shake was amazing it was, that was amazing a, and we realized we have to try a shake because it's shake shack and i haven't had a shake in years i don't so remember it, the last time i had a, a milkshake this like, was so good it was really good and in fact it was so good i think we should definitely do a a five guys episode at some point because i really want to try a five guys shake now i would never normally otherwise order a milkshake and in fact despite the fact that i go to five guys fairly regularly maybe once a month I've never had one of their shakes and I'm definitely going to try it for comparison now. And again, maybe we can do that for an episode. I think that would be a really good idea comparably to try maybe. So um, yeah, what do you think for drink category? Do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I thought the beer was really creative that you can have a beer at a fast food place while you're waiting for your food. I thought the shake was phenomenal. One of the better shakes I've had ever. The vanilla shake. It was amazing. Yeah, I I can't believe I'm saying that, but it, it was really good. So yeah. I was really happy with the drinks there. I mean, they have sodas and stuff. We just don't drink that yeah. and water and yeah. options other than that. Yeah. So I feel like for the drink category, I'm going to give. Wait, a... I go. I oh, give you go. Okay. I'm going to give. <laughs> oh, well, no, you seem certain. So you go. What do you think? No, you go first. No, you go we gotta, first. No, we got to stay strong. I'm going to go A minus for the drinks. I, I thought that they were overall outstanding. But what do you think? That's what I was going to say as well. See, you just wanted to wait to steal my grade. No. I know what you're up to. I have, I'm gonna, I have it locked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are our final tallies for everything? So for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B. I gave a B minus. For service, Joe gave a C minus. I gave a D. For food, Joe gave a B plus. I gave an A minus. For drinks, we both gave A minuses. Okay. I think I know my letter grade. I know mine as well. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I'm I'm pretty confident. Three, two, one. Yes. How, what are the odds that we're going to give the same grade? What do I you think? I think the odds are ninety. I, I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> I, oh my god! I was going to say nine out of ten. I swear to God. And, and you said ninety ten so for some dimension reason. It's even. It's even more likely we're going to give the same grade then. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Three, two, one. Yes. Three, Three two, two, one. B plus. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! How are we so good at that? It's disgusting. <laughs> Just like the fast food bathroom at <laughs> Shake Shack. It was actually really clean. So that's a B plus for Shake Shack by A Grade Podcast. We don't even have to debate this one. That's really high for fast food. Well, so that's on the fast food scale, I guess. But I mean, whatever, you know. Do you think in and out will be higher or lower? So that's the point. How do right? you get higher than a B plus uh, for we could, fast food? We could go there and they're super friendly. The food's super great. The service really that's what I mean. the, brought this the, down a little. Yeah, yeah. The, exactly. The service at in and out could be fantastic. The food could be just as good. 
And then we say, all of a sudden, oh, this is like A grade category. This is A tier. So it's definitely possible. I think that's a really good grade for our experience today. I, I kind of, I'm glad that that's where we landed on in the sort of perspective realm of thinking about this experience as fast food, but also how that aligns with our normal expectations for all of these elements, mm -hmm. atmosphere and ambiance, service, the quality of the food itself, the drink, drinks in this case, and how that fits into the whole sort of spectrum of that environment. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that grade. I like that. And I would definitely recommend Shake Shack if you've, mm -hmm. if you live within distance to go to Shake yeah, Shack, I yeah. would highly recommend option. it. It's a great option. Yeah. It's this awesome in between if you don't feel like going out to a restaurant, but you also don't want to get just quick fast food. This is a great in between yeah. with it seems like higher quality products mm -hmm. that you're going to get. And even if you just want a milkshake, go there for the milkshake. I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think about Shake Shack as a date spot? I like it. Now, here's my follow up question. A date spot for whom? Because Date spot is a broad spectrum. You have everybody from te awkward teenagers on first dates to divorcees in their late mm, years, later yeah. years. So who are you talking about when you say this? Younger, <laughs> I think. You, but I think that it would be a fun pairing with doing something else. So yeah, if I could also see like going older, with our, I could also see going with some of our friends as sort of a pseudo double date. Where yeah. We're going out with some friends. Oh, what do you want to do? Or Let's go to the, the mall. Shake Shack and, and walk Shake around the Shack mall. Or something. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. Shake Shack is good to pair with stuff. Yeah. So like you go, oh, let's well, go watch a movie. Well, especially because it's not too heavy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Let's go see a movie yeah. and or let's get Shake Shack then see a movie and have some snacks in the movie theater. So that's a great question. I love that. But I yeah. also felt like it is a spot that I could see a bunch of teenagers going on a first date. Making out in the bathroom. I did see that today. You didn't see that. You don't, you well, don't know what you saw. I didn't see it, but I you felt it. You sensed it. <laughs> a couple walk out of a bathroom right before I went in giggling okay. like, oh God, we got caught. And I was like, this is embarrassing. Okay. Oh. Fair enough. Yeah. But I, I think it's a good place to go if you could also do pickup. So if you're by yourself and you just want to grab dinner, you can easily grab it. It's mm -hmm. I think I, I was really impressed. I think it's my favorite fast food on Long Island. I would be shocked to see anything that beats it. For fast, for fast food, for maybe. Fast food, yeah, yeah. That, that might be accurate. And actually, it makes me really excited to try In-N-Out Burger now. Me too. Because yeah. I was kind of kind of thinking, eh, fast food is fast food. Maybe yeah. it will be as good as Five Guys. Probably not. And in some ways, it definitely exceeded my expectations. And now, because I feel as if, based on what I said earlier about the conversations I've seen around the fast food realm and around Shake Shack versus In-N-Out Burger, that I'm really excited to try In-N-Out Burger because people tend to really talk up In-N-Out Burger. And it seems to have the competitive edge mm -hmm. in terms of which one people love. But then I've heard other people say, no, you're crazy. Shake Shack's clearly better. So I have no idea what to expect. And I'm really excited for us to go all the way to California and say, <laughs> all right, guys, we got this. We're, we're going we're gonna to figure out exactly what's going on here because I know people are going to have very strong opinions yeah. on whatever we think, but they already do. So uh, what are you going to do? And for this episode particularly, send us your thoughts. What do you think about your the best fast food places where you live or outside of where you live? Yeah. What are your favorites? Are you a Shake Shack fan, a McDonald's fan? Are you a In-N-Out Burger fan? Let us know if there's any fast food places you want us to review. We love hearing from everybody and getting feedback. Yeah, definitely. That's that's uh, the fun of it for sure. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, thanks for listening. 
And next week, we have a super fun episode coming out that we are going to record. I'm really excited about where we are going to do a home tasting of coffee beans that were sent to us by yes. a good friend of mine that I will give a shout out to next week. Yeah, that's kind of exciting, too, because technically, that's a fan of the podcast who sent us beans. I mean, we don't know for sure. We haven't opened it yet. It might explode. <laughs> But <laughs> somebody listen. It's, we're no, gonna open it oh live God. on maybe the it's, podcast. Maybe it's one of the coffee roasters or breweries that <gasps> we gave a shit review to, and they're trying they to sabotage stole us. Our listeners. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole cons- it's a whole big conspiracy, and oh, it's gosh. really a, a a bean bomb or something. Well, it's gonna happen live on next week's podcast. So that's true. Let's but tune in. That's really cool that a fan who listened sent us coffee beans to try. So I have all my fancy coffee brewing gear and we're going to brew it up and review those particular beans and hopefully obviously shout out your friend and and listener of the podcast but that company of those beans too because if they're good beans like we said that's what we love to do promote small businesses in the case of coffee roasters craft breweries whatever the case may be and this is a really awesome way we don't have a chance to get to massachusetts right now but we can try a coffee roaster right here in our hometown yeah and I should mention as well what I said earlier on in the podcast, Ordo. the Ordo experience. So last week's episode, we reviewed a local restaurant, Ordo, and we gave a, I think, fantastic review. I think, well, go back and listen. You decide, I suppose. But mm-hmm. we gave a really good review, really fair review, but I think really good review in terms of talking them up and what we love about them and why people should go, all that good stuff. Lo and behold, we get an email from, the, I think it said like owner of Ordo. <laughs> and it just, the the address just said uh joseph <laughs> which is so something my dad would say and he, my dad yeah when he addresses me angrily both of our dads who don't listen to our but podcast, it was actually it was actually a, it was actually a really nice email um <laughs> that the owner had listened and really enjoyed the podcast really liked what we thought was glad that we had a great time and great experience and that we recommend it and we loved it and all that good stuff um, but it was funny because he also mentioned how we mentioned that there were a couple things yeah. that we thought, eh, you know, it was okay. It wasn't those few things weren't a grade. They were good, but there were lots of other a grade things there, obviously. And but the fact that he appreciated that and he thought he said in his email that, yeah, thanks for mentioning that because we're always looking for where we can improve areas that we can improve. So cool. And that is so indicative of the fact that, well, yeah, that's why they got such an outstanding grade because they're perceptive to constructive feedback from our perspective, Mm -hmm. which was, yeah, we're not, I mean, a lot of the reason why we do what we do is because we're trying to ideally transcend just the angry Yelp review or or nonsense Google review, which is just people hating their experiences or harping on one particular thing. You know, we're trying to have fun with it, but we are trying to point out what we like, you know, what stands out to us, why you might want to go to these places in particular, because there's lots of different factors as per our rubric that may attract you for different reasons. So yeah, shout out again to Ordo, fantastic restaurant. And that was just really funny and sort of reassuring to get (laughs) feedback from an owner that was um, happy feedback, I guess. Uh, That's always good to hear. So yeah, I just love getting the feedback in general. So definitely feel free to reach out to us at any point and we will respond. And before we finish, I should remind everybody, if you want more A-grade content, as I mentioned at the beginning, hop on over to A-grade, no, patreon.com slash A-grade podcast. Don't even do that. Just go to the episode description, wherever you're listening to this. There should be a link in the episode description. If you click on it, you can become an A-grader yourself. As I mentioned, you get access to 
all of that A-grade bonus content, all of those goodies, and there's lots of them there. Pictures of some of these bathrooms as well, so you can see and judge for yourself. And any money that you contribute to the podcast, it goes back into these businesses. We love, obviously, exploring new ones, and we will continue to do so. So if you'd like to support us, we would love it if you did. And shout out to our current patrons. Patrons? Patrons. Patrons on Patreon. Patry. Patry. I kind of like I don't know. (laughs) Whatever they are, they're amazing. Uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate the support. And uh, we will be back next week with some coffee. Ooh, I'm excited for some coffee. It is exciting. Yes. Yeah, so you got anything else? Uh, the only thing I'm thinking is should we make a category in the A-Grades for more? And more. The best and more. Uh, we I could do we that. We'll talk about we that. Yes. We'll talk we'll about talk that after. Mic. I like okay. that, though. I like that. I like that a lot. And 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 more category. The end more award. The end more award. I like, I like that. that. Okay. I like it. All right, discussions to come. Yeah. A-Grady's coming up. Only coming soon. By the time this episode airs, probably a little, little more than a month. Yeah. So we'll have a, a really fun award show and highlight a lot of the crazy, awesome places we visited all year. And there's a lot of them. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts like this one. Hope your head is healed from bashing it on the <laughs> keyboard mistakenly. And, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Subscribe so you don't have to bash your head on the keyboard accidentally <laughs> to find us next time. Yeah. Uh, share us, like us, post us uh, on other places. You know, I'd love... It's funny because whenever I try to think about like promoting the podcast, if you go to places such as Reddit, all the subreddits say, oh, you can't um, self-promote. And I'm always thinking, well, what if somebody else just posts us? And then I'm thinking, well, what if I say I'm not us and I just post <laughs> us? Can I just say I'm... Yeah. I'm I'm Bob from Louisville. Yes. So if any of our pa- patri- <laughs> patrons are listening or just fans listening and you want to post us on like any of the subreddits yeah. that have hundreds of thousands of followers and just say, hey, I found this awesome podcast. Everybody should listen to it. So helpful. We would appreciate that yeah. because I suppose I could do it myself, but I'm not that Machiavellian. No. I can't I can't get involved in that level of yeah. deceit, deception. Yes. I just uh, great. Yeah. We're just we're just working. <laughs> we're just we're just here great. Yeah, we're just great. So yeah, until next time. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and hope you join us next week for some coffee. We'll see you all next week. Yep. So until then, stay safe out there. Be well. Drink well. And hope to see you then. Bye. Arrivederci. See, I didn't lose my Italian. Look at you. Good job. Still a little Italian. A little Italian. <laughs>